world past president conference needs no introduction so i'm not going to give him one so here we are steve <laughs> oh well thank you oh it's always wonderful to be here at the daffodil rally and uh, bright hope for tomorrow i was on the phone earlier to one of my ministers on the lizard in cornwall because of course these daffodils have come from cornwall and uh, yes we've got acres of them and she was telling me how three uh, people from Bulgaria came to her church last Sunday who are daffodil pickers, and they work for a very low wage, and they have hope in Christ. And uh, the church welcomed them, gave them something to eat, and loved them. She said yesterday there, there were 15 Bulgarian <laughs> daffodil pickers showing the hope for tomorrow. Hallelujah. We have a great hope in Jesus. Now, of course, I'm bringing my little suitcase. Now, the superintendent doesn't really like who lives in here, but uh, he's been asleep. I'm, I'm very nervous. You don't need to be nervous. I know I'm not a very good ventriloquist. I'm sorry about that. Look at the frog and not at my lips. I'm nervous because does Angelica cook frogs' legs? <laughs> I hope not, love. Oh, Clarence, you've got your pyjamas on. Yes, well, I need the strength for today. Yeah, well, he does. Some little lads on Christmas morning broke his mouth and it won't work right. <laughs> I want to say... With Jesus, there's bright hope for tomorrow. Oh, amen, Clarence. He's a great little preaching frog, is my frog, you know. Good lad, Clarence. I'll just sit you down here because... The... <laughs> oh. ah. Well, he hasn't woke up properly yet. Here we are. I'll just put him over there. There we are. <laughs> Keep your eye off these legs, love, all right? <laughs> As you know, I'm an evangelist. I'm always talking to people about Jesus, and I have these little crosses, and uh, in fact, last Wednesday I was interviewed for, for the radio, and at the end of the time I had with, with the lady who was interviewing me, I was able to lead her to Christ and, and give her a little cross, but what do I want to say about this, this passage in Lamentations, you see? It's just amazing, because, the, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And uh, my mother broke her femur just before Christmas. And uh, I was looking, I'm an only child, so I was looking after her. And the, I had to go to a meeting, which meant from Lytham St. Anne's to get a taxi to the station at Preston for 10 past six. So the taxi came for me at quarter past five. And the taxi driver was really miserable. <laughs> the taxi stank of smoke. And we got in, and he started to drive straight away. And, uh, and he said to me, so what job do you do then? I thought, well, he's not. <laughs> I thought it was pretty obvious, actually. <laughs> I said, well, I'm a, I'm a vicar. I'm a, I'm a kind of bishop. He said, oh, you'll be interested in me then. I said, oh, why is that? He said, well, I've experienced miracles in my life. I said, oh, tell me about that. And I won't tell you all about it, but basically uh, his, his, his wife left him 
and he got a new lady and they were very happy together and then discovered that she had cancer of the ovaries. And uh, he went into the hospital with her and the consultant came to them uh, at the bed with the curtains drawn round and said, well, I've never known anything like this before. You have got cancer of the ovaries, but you're also expecting a baby. <laughs> she said, I'm 48. He said, well, there's a baby there. And uh, they said, well, we'll keep it. And, um, and so they couldn't operate on the cancer until the baby had developed to a certain stage. And when that stage arrived, they came back and said, this is just so unusual. We've never seen anything like it. It's a miracle. The cancer has gone. He said, and so just a few months ago, we've got a beautiful little son. So I said to him, because he was driving along all the time, I said, well, that's just a wonderful story. Can I tell you about the God of miracles that I serve? And so I talked to him about the God of miracles. And what was really beautiful was that um, he'd been in the boys' brigade. He has a photo. I do always do selfies, and here's a little selfie of me and him. Uh, <laughs> because uh, because he, he had given his life to Christ when he was 12, and he, he'd wandered away. And he said, do you know, I feel just... I've wanted to pray during all this that's been happening, but I felt that God wouldn't want to listen to me because I've just rejected him for so many years. And I said to him, the God of miracles can perform a miracle in your life. And uh, when we got to the railway station, we'd still got time, and I was able to give him a cross, and uh, he recommitted his life to Christ. And of course, that time in the morning, it cost me a load of 20-pound notes for that... <laughs> I said, well, you've done some good trade here, brother. He said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll do some trade for you. When I go back this dinner time, I'll ask her to marry me. We'll get married in church. Buy one, get one free if it's possible. We'll have the baby christened afterwards. <laughs> Bright hope for tomorrow. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Steve. Amazing. The amount of trains he's been on and converted people just by talking to him is fantastic. Uh, Shan, come and join us. Shan. Now, Shan is in the stage show Whitney. You know Whitney Houston? She's got an amazing voice. Uh, tell us just very briefly how you got to be in that 